I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi guys, you're very welcome to episode 36 of the T's and C's Apply podcast. My name is Chelsea. And my name is Tyg. And in this episode, we are talking about the T's and C's of being an arsehole. <laughs> I should explain. So, we're recording this on a Monday night way in advance of when we normally would record. It's so late and I work in the morning. Yeah. Oh, just you apparently. <laughs> apparently I don't do any work either. Sorry. We sorry have work about in that. the morning. Thank you. Thank you. Some of us also have to try and edit this as well. But uh, yeah, we're recording this on a Monday. Couple of reasons why. One, the next couple of nights we can't record. But secondly, tonight Love Island finished, so we're having hey. we're we're finishing it. We're getting it done. It's going to be gone for the podcast forever. forever. <laughs> Until next summer, anyway. <laughs> Which I think a lot of you be delighted with. So next week we'll be carrying on a different topic in that slot. Uh, we're going to have a round out today, but um, that kind of meant that we were under pressure to figure out a topic. Mm-hmm. And normally how it works is Chelsea's got her Love Island topic slotted in. So it's my job then to find something to go for the first half of the episode. Right. And because this was so much quicker than not when we normally do it, I, I had to go to the internet. I had to go to the internet and be like, I need to find a topic. Okay. So where do you go on the internet to find random topics? You go to somewhere like Reddit. All right. So I've gone on to Reddit for the first time, probably since my teens. And I stumbled across a thread and I was like, this should be interesting. I'm going to get Chelsea's opinion on some of these, see what she thinks. It's a little subreddit called Am I the Asshole? <laughs> okay. So <laughs> that's what we're going to be okay. looking at today. We're going to be chatting about all the different things that could make you look like an asshole and whether or not these people are assholes. But before we get into that topic, just a quick one about our Patreon. If you haven't already checked it out or signed up to it, you can find a link to it in our bio. In this week's episode, we were talking about whether as a parent you can give out to your kids when they do something that you did as well as a teenager or as a young adult. Mm-hmm. I, do you know what's going to be really interesting? In about, what, 30, 40 years time, all people who, you know, our age, when they get old, 
like the people who are covered in reckless tattoos mm-hmm. when they get old enough that their parents and they've had like let's say the stretch marks are kicked in or whatever and then they've got kids and the kids are like I want to get a tattoo like they're all going to be like oh, I wouldn't get one like that no I wouldn't put it there and then be like why and be like they can just go oh, there you go and this it is looks why I don't want to get a tattoo so if that sounds like a bit of you feel free to check it out but I think let's get straight into this topic Hit me. Are you I'm ready? Intrigued. Are you I'm ready? Intrigued. So I need to. I need to open. I need to go on to Reddit first because I've 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 already saved. I've love. I, I didn't realize Reddit was actually so good for these little features. I've never been on it. Yeah, it's think. one of those ones. I was like, oh, that's quite interesting. So I'm gonna go into my little save. I think files. I've come across it once or twice when I was like doing a bit of research, but not a major like. Okay, would you like to talk about families, relationships, like in the morning. or would you like weddings? Pick a topic. We'll go. We'll what go was with the first one? one? Uh, family. Relationships or wedding? There's actually quite a lot of wedding ones. I reckon. I reckon go wedding. I'm intrigued. Okay, right. I don't know how you've come across as an asshole, but okay. <laughs> 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 intrigued. Like. Oh, you be be, re- be prepared. Okay. So, the title of this one is: Am I the asshole for saying I told you so at my sister-in-law and brother's wedding? Okay, that's the title. <laughs> All right. Right. Here's the story. Here's the background. I, 27-year-old female, have known my sister-in-law for three years. Right. She's the type of person that always needs to be right and needs to be in charge of everything. She's very demanding as well. My sister-in-law's family members are very disrespectful and rude. They don't clean up after themselves, expect everyone to act like maids or servants around them, and they think, they're, they think highly of themselves. They can never be wrong and think they can do no wrong. Oh, wow, okay. Because of this, my sister-in-law's family don't really punish their kids. Like, they have no consequences. They aren't even, like, the gentle parenting type. Oh, okay. Okay, with me so far? I'm with you. Now, my sister-in-law's sister has a son, and he's extremely chaotic. He throws tantrums if he doesn't get get something and has to be the centre of attention 24-7. When they're at birthdays, he needs a gift or opens the gifts and needs to blow out the candles even if it's not his birthday. It's frustrating, which is why I'm not usually around at family gatherings and other stuff. Oh, interesting. Right. I was my sister-in-law's bridesmaid since her friend cancelled on her and I was helping make invitations. I saw on one of the invitations uh, the name of my sister-in-law's nephew. I asked if she wanted him to go and she said, yeah. She then asked why, so I told her why. I talked about his tantrums and how he'll probably throw a fit during the reception and other stuff. She got mad and said that she didn't know what I was talking about. She told her family as well and my family and her sister, which caused her sister to write a message saying how I was wrong and other stuff like that. So she's been called out about calling the nephew out about Mm -hmm. his behavior. Well, day the wedding comes, everyone comes in happy except the nephew. He's crying and is about to throw a fit. When my sister-in-law come, uh, came out, literally, he started screaming. The poor pastor had to stop and wait for the parents to leave with the nephew. Oh, God. So this is inside in the church. He's thrown a tantrum, kicked off, and they've had to go out. During the after party, he was back at it again and crying. When they were cutting the cake, he screamed extremely loud. He pushed my sister-in-law, who was holding a glass of wine, and it spilled on her. Wedding dress ruined. This is uh, the wedding dress. Yeah. Oh, well. Jesus. She started crying. She turned around to leave and looked uh, uh, and I looked at her and t- said, I told you so. She started crying even more now. 
When I got home, my mom called me extremely immature and wanted me to apologize. So, am I the asshole? <sighs> this is a good. This is a good topic. I like this already. I don't think he's the asshole. She, she, as in the the girl who called out the nephew. Oh, the girl. Yeah. I don't think no because see that's a hard one because like. It's Realistically kind of like, It's not her to... choice I get what she was doing She was like Giving her the option To be like look You know what he's like You know he's going to be Very disruptive And stuff like that <laughs> No I actually don't Because you know what She like She did the right thing She said She was just ma- She was bringing light To what the bride already knew The child was disruptive The child was well, probably Going to be chaotic Apparently but this also, entire family Denies that he's like that that, like, well, then they all think they all think that they're all perfect. They don't make mistakes, but clearly, like there's so so much denial about the kids' behavior. I think she went right. I think she went about it the right way. The fact that she said, like, "Oh, you know, are you sure you want him there? Like, he is probably going to make a scene, stuff like that." I think she did it in the right way. Of she was giving the bride the option to opt out of that mm. to be like, maybe no kids, maybe not just him, but maybe no kids or something like that. The fact that she said at the end, though, told you so. You can clearly see the fact that you can see her wedding dress has been ruined. Her day has been ruined kind of thing in a little bit. Don't add fuel to the fire. Don't rub salt in the wounds. Even though you're right. You know you're you're right. right. That's all that matters. You know you're right. But you don't need to make a point to the bride that you were right. Just leave it off. Just be just do your job of the sister-in-law or whatever you are, the bridesmaid. And, and, and just help her and try and fix the problem. I get what you're saying. You were right in the sense of, well, I, I did tell you, I'm I'm not going to deal with it. But on her wedding day, don't make, like Tyke said, don't, don't add, rub it f- yeah, don't rub it in. Like, don't rub it in. I wouldn't call her an asshole though. That's I a think, bit of a stretch. You know, the thing is, she was only doing the right thing. Like, no, she's like, not. She was just looking you, out for her. You need someone that's outside the box to be like, yeah, look. You might want to think about this thing because sometimes you're just too close to the scenario to realize it. Yeah. Although, let's call it a spade a spade. You, you know, if you've got like a disruptive kid in the family because it's so obvious at all the events. Yeah, I understand that. But then also, I can understand the fact of why the bride would want the child there. Like, yeah, yeah. I, oh, I get nephew. that too. Like, yeah. And like, it's one of those ones. I'd love to know how that conversation is. I think was when like it comes person. to kids and weddings, it's a very sticky situation in the sense of like if you're not close to the children. I wouldn't recommend having the kids there because you're not, you don't really see them that often. But if you're close to them, I reckon have the kids there, but mm. have the kids go home at a certain time. Yes. I, I, look, it's it's one of those ones, it's a difficult one because like uh, we've seen both sides of it. Yeah. We've seen the family oriented ones and then and the then weddings where there's no kids. Just adults, no, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I personally love the no kids ones. Oh, I mean, it's more relaxed. So yeah, no, crack. I completely agree with you. It is more relaxed, 10 times more relaxed. But I also. I would be like, you want the kids involved. Like, if you're close to the fa- if the, if you're close to them. Yeah, like, I, I would I'd say... I'd be very much, have the kids there, but send them home at a certain time. Yeah, or... That's what, what I would be like. What you can always try and do is organise with the hotel that there's like a kids club kind of thing on that during the same time. See if like... Yeah, but you wouldn't have a kids club going at night time. No, maybe not, but you could always like hire a babysitting there. Like, depending on how close you are to where your family home is, or if people are like Airbnb it, you might be able to get like someone to babysit the whole lot of them. Yeah, but you also have it's to a bit of a funky one. think again, like in a situation of like you don't want to put added pressure onto parents, especially if your wedding venue is away. 
they have the cost of the wedding venue and paying for rooms and stuff. You don't want to add extra costs onto them to being like, right, you have to go mm. and sort out a babysitter. Like, you don't want to add pressure onto them either. Like, but again, yeah, it's all, it's, it's you don't want to add pressure, one. but at the same time, it's your day, so you can choose what you want to do. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, it's one of those. I think yeah. it also depends. Like, if you look at your crowd and you're like, okay, there's a lot of young people here, you know, you might go, maybe it's easier for us not to have the kids. If it's a much older crowd, let's say you've got lots of aunts and uncles and their nieces and nephews might be there or whatever. You're mm. like, well, do you know what? Look, you know, it'll be a nice family thing. It, it just depends on what you want. Yeah, it depends. But I don't think, I wouldn't think she's an asshole there. No, I don't think she the is. The only thing I would have done differently, like you said, is on the day when her dress had been ruined and all that, instead of being like, I told you so, I'd have just said it with my eyes. Just kind of... Yeah, just, just give the look. Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> don't say the words. Give the gesture, but don't yeah, say the words. Yeah. Don't add to it, like. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, that's an interesting one. Right. <clears throat> Am I the asshole for not caring for a child I said I wouldn't care for? Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, we're going there. So this one is very interesting. I, 28-year-old female, am child-free. Okay. I don't even really like kids. And my sister, who's 23, has a kid. And because it's pretty close knit family she's pretty used to everyone pitching in to help fair okay yeah she said she was going out for a few hours and was stopping at my house to pick up a package delivered to me by mistake we have very similar street uh, numbers and street names so that's why it got dropped there apparently when my sister got to the house she put down her kid and said thanks for watching him by the way I asked her what she was talking about and she said uh, thanks for watching uh, my kid as well and she said, I never agreed to watching your kid. And I was not okay with her doing that. And she was like, well, we're sisters. Family helps family. And ended up just leaving. What? Okay. So our younger sisters just rocked up. Complicated and left. Collected a package and just went, yeah, you can mind them for a few hours. No hassle. Like, you'd be fine. And she's like, I don't, I, I never volunteered. She's like, yeah, but like, we're family. Okay. So... She said, I didn't agree to look after the kid, so I didn't. I left the kid right in the entryway where my sister left him and just went about my day. I didn't leave the house or anything, but I said I'm not babysitting and I wasn't. She got mad when she came to collect him four hours later when the kid had a full diaper and was crying as soon as he saw her. So this is a baby. This is a baby. Okay. I told her I wasn't going to watch her kid and she's lucky I didn't call the police. But my sister said not, not wanting to babysit doesn't mean you don't do it. Okay, the entire family sided with my sister and says she's cutting me off until I apologize and make more of an effort with my nephew. I've gotten nasty messages from relatives galore and the only one who doesn't think uh, me a raging bitch is my dad who doesn't get involved in all the family drama. I do love my sister and understand family is family, but am I really the asshole for not doing a job I told her I didn't want to do? Again, sticky situation here. <sighs> I completely know she's not an asshole. But. But, no, hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. She's not an asshole. I get the point that she was trying to make to the sister. But you don't leave a child there. You don't l abandon the child. It's not the child's fault. that the, chi the child didn't ask to be dumped there. The child didn't want to be there. The child didn't ask to be taken care of by the auntie. Don't make the child suffer for what your sister's done. I'm not okay with that. I get the point that she's making, but the fact that she left the child there for the entire time the sister mm. was gone, the child had a dirty night, a full nappy, could have been starving. No, 
Ty was probably crying the entire time. Oh, I don't I'd know. imagine so. That's not okay. I'm sorry. I get the point you're trying to make. I get it. Why are you making the child suffer? The child didn't ask for it. The child didn't ask to be left there. I'm I not think, okay with that. I think they're both arseholes. They're both arseholes, but yeah, I completely agree. Don't, you should never assume just because you're family members and just because whatever that you're just going to be like, oh yeah, here's my child, take care of him. Sorry, it doesn't work like that. You ask the person if they're available or are they free or can they look out. That person might have plans. You don't just assume. That's a that's a asshole move to do that to your family members. 100%. But no, in that case, just... the fact that she left the child there, I'm not okay with that. Yeah. That's, no, it's not the child's fault. I think... The the mother was wrong in the first place. Mother was way off, yeah. The only and like I would say something if it was like an emergency, I'd be like, I can understand That's not different. giving him eno- enough notice. But that one was just like, ah, you'll be fine for a couple hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like, yeah, I I would have gone about it in a different way. Like you said, I wouldn't have just abandoned the baby there in the hallway. Yeah, it's not the baby's but fault. But the other side of it is, if you're not a baby person, like you might just be like. What do I do with this? And if you don't leave I the, know, the baby I know, in the porch, I know. Like. I wouldn't leave them in the in the, in, in the hallway. Like I'd be <laughs> like, at least take them into wherever you're working, Kaimocha. I can weirdly get over the whole not changing the diaper thing because, like, if you're not a baby person and you're not around babies a lot, you might not necessarily know that they have a full diaper. Okay, that's fair. But at the same time, you can't just leave them in you the hallway. You can't just abandon a baby. Like you can't. I'm sorry. No, that doesn't sit right yeah. with me. Like, yeah, don't abandon a baby. But you could have all the right in the world to absolutely bollock your sister. Yeah, you can be as annoyed as hell and give the sister all the stick in the world, but don't punish the child. Mm. It's not the baby's fault that the ba- he the, he or she was left there. She didn't ask to be left there. What do you think of the dad? The, ha- the dad. I agree like, with the dad. I'm not getting involved in this That's drama. Not, yeah. I'm still chatting about my daughters. Yeah, I like that. Just He's like, just like not getting involved. We're still, we're still all related, lads. We're going yeah. to have to do something about it. Exactly. So yeah, interesting one. Yeah, you're both arseholes. Both arseholes. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so we've done a family one, a wedding one. That means there's a boyfriend one next, and right. we'll probably loop back around. Okay. So that was kind of the, when I noticed this whole thread, that was the same kind of stuff that kept coming up. It was weddings, boyfriends, and family, just consistently. Like, you could just tell. Um, Right, this one's called, Am I the asshole for leaving the restaurant after my boyfriend refused to play for my meal? Okay. It's not what you need think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Need a background. It's a good thing that these all come with a story. So... I'd lent my boyfriend some money a few weeks ago because of something he needed and he promised to pay me back ASAP. He was supposed to pay me back five days ago, but something came up and he didn't. I tried to be patient. Yesterday, we had planned to go out with some friends at night for dinner. Yesterday, after I came home from work, I was robbed on the bus and had all my money and cards stolen. I cancelled my cards, but the bank customer service told me my new cards with my new details, both physical card and the digital one that you use on Apple Pay, wouldn't be available until at least the following day because the banks were closed that afternoon. So she had no money. Fair. When we went to dinner with my boyfriend and friends, I told my boyfriend if he could just pay me back the money or at least pay for my meal since I had no money. He didn't exactly say yes or no, just a simple, don't worry. As we ordered, he only ordered for himself and told me that he can't cover for mine at the moment, so I better not order anything and just have some bits from his meal. God, the face already, look at that. (laughs) I was so mad and frustrated because he had promised to give me back the money. He then claimed something came up and couldn't give them back, but then was happy enough to order himself a nice meal for himself. Just and just for me to have the scrapes off the side of it, okay. 
I'd be the only one sitting there with no meal in front of me. Oh I said, this God. is ridiculous. And I got up and left. Our friends now believe it was very low of me to get up and leave and how I should just be polite and stay there. I can't quite understand that logic, but is there a way that I am the asshole? No. She's not. There's so many parts to this, isn't there? She's not. Like, I... <sighs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, no, I, I, I don't know what, I was going to break it down. No, because... That was that was definitely embarrassing for her. Oh god, yeah. To have sat there and been like, okay, we've arranged to come out for dinner with our friends. I genuinely can't pay for my food. Can you pay for it? And he's like, no. You can just have my scraps. And the fact that it was like he he knew like straight well that she had no money, like yeah, he would have got it back or whatever. Or the fact that he that. Further so down, it's a really awkward situation because I don't know. See, well, I'm gonna add some I more don't details. Know. To Do this. You get me? I don't there's more details to this because I was like, I need to find out a little bit more because I was like, I've got questions myself. So, one was it like, did she tell the boyfriend about whether she had her cards and stuff stolen? Did the friends at the table know? And the person who posted was like, they all knew because it was something that we discussed at Fair. the start before ordering, mm. right? So, so, he was aware. This is my take on this, right? One, uh, fair enough, I think the fact that she had all her cards stolen is a good excuse for her not having any, uh, mm. any money for it, right? The boyfriend clearly doesn't have any money at the moment. Yeah, so why did they go then? Exactly. Why did they go if none of them... Now... If he knew he didn't have money, why did they just go? Just reset what your friends are saying. Look, just, instead of going for dinner, can we go to the bar because we actually don't have a whole lot of money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. Or do you want to come to our place our and have dinner cook or ours? something. Yeah, yeah. Something that would just be cheaper, more cost mm-hmm. effective. I don't blame her in that scenario because I think she would have assumed that he must have had some more money available. Yeah. He is definitely the asshole there. He's the asshole. Right. He now, should have let her know before they left to be like, look, I actually don't have enough money or whatever. Make her aware that he had very little money. They could have changed, rearranged the plans yeah, yeah, yeah. to Something. suit their costs. Yeah. The other one as well, where he could have saved himself rather than going and ordering himself a meal and being like, just have some of mine. If he was like, I actually don't have enough money for both of us. Let's find something that we can both, both have, have together. And at least like, yeah, sure. It's going to look like we're both broke. But like at least we're still eating and yeah. look we'll be honest about the situation that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's made himself look shocking there. He's made himself look like the asshole because he was like, Oh, I'm gonna or I can't afford to pay for you, but sure you can just pick off mine. No. How about we actually order something that will tailor both of us and will there'll be enough for both of us? The fact that he if he ch- if he worded it differently, he probably wouldn't have been as bad. But yeah. it's the fact that he made it solely about like, I'm gonna order for myself, you can starve. <laughs> And like the, cheek, the cheek of having borrowed money off of her and I, then not, not paying her back. Well and deal with it. Like, yeah. No. Shocker. I can't. That doesn't sit with me. If I ever I borrow money off people, I get so self-conscious about it. I'm like, that's my first thing. I need to pay, pay them, them back. back it's off. on my yeah. mind. I don't care. Like, it, it's. I just don't care how people can like borrow money and never think about paying it back. Don't do that. But I think in his mindset, he was like, she's my girlfriend. I don't need to pay her back. Oh. Wrong. Oh. Wrong. Oh, and if you're attitude. one of those people, you should be shot because that means you're taking advantage of your partner, and that's not right. It's mm. not okay. But I think he was the asshole. She wasn't. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I here's, agree. The fact here's she... another one for you. What about when, like, you see a couple out, or, or let's say if you were out for dinner on the first day? Yeah. 
would you expect the guy, let's say if the guy asked you out on a date as well. Yeah. Okay, so you've met the guy, he's asked you out on a date. Would you expect him to pay the full whack if you went for dinner? I wouldn't, ex- right. I wouldn't expect it. I wouldn't be like, I'm not going to pay for this. I would never expect it. I would offer to pay half. I would offer to pay. I would never expect, even now, I would never expect to whatever. But like, I know everyone's like, oh, first day he should pay. Fine, that's that's fair enough. Like, because I know that's kind of the way it goes and I, whatever. But I would be the sort of person I would like to pay to. I would like, if you if if you want to pay it, fine. But at least let me have the option to pay towards it if I want to. Mm. Don't be like, you know, like, don't be like, oh, don't don't uh, don't not offer is what I'm trying to say here. Like girls, yeah. if you're going on a first date, offer. Don't not offer. offer. I feel like if you don't offer to pay towards it, at least you kind of look a little bit. This is gonna. This is a very strong thing to say, but like a little high maintenance kind of thing. Mm. You're kind of setting the tone for the relationship, if you ask me. If you're do, if you don't from the first day, if you don't offer to pay for something, whatever it is you're going for. It's kind of like, wow, this is going to be the relationship then all the finances or whatever are going to kind of fall on me. So I think if you're going on the first date, never expect the guy to pay. If he wants to pay, all well, good, but offer. Even if he says no, at least give him the option to be like, because I'm not being funny, you don't know the kind of situation the guy's in. The guy couldn't, the guy not might not be in a situation to pay, to pay, but obviously still wanted to take you out. So don't be offended as well if they say, yeah, if you want to pay towards it, pay towards it. Don't be offended either because a lot of girls would be like, oh, I can't believe you actually let me pay towards it. Well, you fucking offered. Right. I have some sneakily good advice here, right? Which I'll give... Like, because just don't go anywhere expensive on your first date. Like. That's true as well. I Do because, what we did. Because... <laughs> <laughs> that's for another time. <laughs> right. I have some sneakily good advice here which my logical brain thinks would work flawlessly every time because it's almost like a tick the box situation. So you know whether the person across the way from you fancies you or not, right? And I think it would simplify people's dates because you'll know then if it's going well or if it's not, Mm -hmm. right? So first off, if you're on a date, the guy offered to pay the whole whack, yeah, right? The girl then would be like, oh no, let me pay my bit, right? That proves one she's not high maintenance. Then the guy goes, "No, no, it's fine. I'll pay for the fee- for the, for the food if you pay for the drinks later at the bar." Fair, right? So that's indicating one if the guy has interest because right? he wants to because he wants on. to continue on. Now this is where the girl then can show her interest or not. If she insists, "No, I'd really like to pay my half," then she doesn't want to. I don't want to go for drinks. Take that as a sign that the day it's over. Mm-hmm. If she goes, "Yeah, that's cool." We can go for drinks afterwards. Boom. A little bit more interest shown. Now you know that things could progress. Oh, that has given me a flashback. But am I wrong? Does that not kind of work out nicely? Because you kind of get oh, no. the idea. And I'm then... having a flashback because that exact situation happened to me before. Oh, no? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, Are you going to share it with us? <laughs> oh, cringe. I'm Good or bad? I'm having a flashback. That exact situation happened to me. I went on a date before. This is well before we met. I went on a date. I was about to say, I dinner. hope it was before Obviously, we met. <laughs> it was way before you met. Like, it was months and months before you met. But um, I went on a date and we went for dinner. Oh, God, I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. Oh. We went on a date <laughs> and we went for dinner. That was grand. And I, you always, you already know the story, but on the date, he told me that he cheated on his previous girlfriend, right? Ooh. Bearing in mind, the girl, like, they only broke up like a month or two before our date, right? 
And I was like, oh, I'd like, do you mind me asking how? Because like, he asked me about my previous relationship. I was like, well, I'm going to retaliate the question. And I asked him, I was like, oh, do you mind me asking what happened? Like, And he was like, oh, I cheated on her. I was like, wow, okay, you didn't even try and hide the fact that you just did that. So that was a massive red flag for me. I was like, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm okay. But to be fair, I wasn't really kind of feeling it either. It's like, it was more of a friendship kind of thing. Like, I knew the guy. And, uh, Came to the end, <laughs> came, to, came to the end of the day, and the bill came, and I was like, "Oh, please let me pay towards it. Like, give me something, like give something towards it." And he was like, "No, no, no, it's you know, I'm the guy. I'm going to pay." It. And I was like, "No, honestly, let me, let me give something towards it." And he's like, "No." He was like, "I make deal with you." He was like, "You can pay for drinks the next time you meet up." And I was in my head going, "This is never. This is we're not. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, but this is the first and last that we're gonna have." Obviously, I didn't say it out loud. I guess it was in my head. And I just laughed it off. And then he was like, that's if you want a second date. And I was just like, <laughs> in my head. And I was just like, ah. <laughs> I was just laughing it off. I was like, I can't say in front, like I can't say it to his face, this isn't going to go anywhere. It was just, it was an awkward situation. Ooh. Super, super nice guy. I want to make that very, very clear. He was a super, Except super nice guy. It was just the fact that he said that he cheated on his ex-girlfriend. I was like, boom, I'm sorry. I That's just not for me. It's just, no. Uh, and he was just so open about it, like, and I'm like, this happened two months ago. Wow. Okay. I wouldn't mind if it was a year later. Maybe you've, you know, you found yourself and whatever. No, this was two months later. I'm like, fucking hell, right? And they were together six years. I was like, nope, I'm out of here. So the fact that you said that, I was like, that's exactly what I did. Like, I wanted to pay because I knew I wasn't going to go on yeah. a second date. And then you don't feel like you owed him anything. I don't feel like I owed him anything. I felt awful. The next day, when I messaged him to tell him, like, I'm really, really sorry, but... I like, don't, yeah. Because he obviously tried to, like, arrange whatever, like, a, a second date and stuff like that. And I just had to cut it straight off. I remember texting the girls going, how do I do this? I'm so, so <laughs> like, I feel so bad. He was such a nice guy. It was a really nice day. We had great chats and stuff like that. But it was just that one thing that he said to me. I just couldn't. I couldn't get I couldn't let it go. I was like, I wouldn't mind if it was a year later. He's learned from his mistakes, maybe. But this was two months, like... Do you know what I mean? I'm like... Uh, mm, controversial controversial question for you. Yeah. Do you feel like people who cheat, do you feel like they can change? Or are you someone who's like once a cheater, always a cheater? I feel like people can change. But again, time frame is a lot. Mm. Like, cause that's, what, that's what I'm saying is the fact that like this happened two months prior to our date. It was still very fresh. It was still very raw. Whereas I'm like, for someone to change, in my opinion, for someone to change the way they are or whatever I feel like they need to spend time alone for quite a while and that's purely from my own experience mm. I felt like I needed to be on my own spend some time on my own for me to to change so I'm not I'm not saying people can't change I am all for people changing but it's still at the back of your mind of the whole well if you can do that once will he do it again kind of thing do you oh, I feel like you'll always have that at the back of your mind could they potentially do that again? If they could do that once after being in, especially if it's a long relationship that they're in, they're like, how can you do that after being with a, I don't know, that, that yeah, that's a that's a topic from the day, to be honest, I think. There's that old phrase as well, and there's like, if they cheat with you, they'll cheat on you. Yeah. Oh, it's a weird that's one. That's like, that's why I'm like, don't as well, if you're, if you're with someone who is cheating on their partner, that says something. Like, you are that person they are cheating on their partner with. If they can cheat on their partner with you, what's to say they won't cheat on you, like? Yeah. That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! That, the whole cheating situation just does not see, uh, sit well with me. But anyway. Right, well, we continue with a, a question yeah, very on. similar to that one. So a similar idea, and this is linked to money, going back to the family one, though. So yeah. this one's called, Am I the asshole for potentially ruining the family vacation? 
Right. So this is a simple one. My family wants to plan a trip early next year. This will be the very first trip we will be on a trip together, possibly ever. The trip would include my mom, my stepdad, my brother, my uh, sorry, my younger brother, my older brother and his wife and child, my sister, her husband and child, my stepsister, her husband and their two kids. Jesus Christ. Okay, big family one, right? <laughs> Travel arrangements have been delegated to me to find and present to everyone and everyone wants the idea of just splitting the cost across the board. Fair. The family is starting to become annoyed because I have been adamant that price should be per person. Excluding the children that are under the age of five. Mm-hmm. Reasons being is I would be paying more out of my pocket than a two income household. The family trip may be cancelled if either side doesn't budge. So the question is, am I the asshole? Should I just pay the family price and call it a day? No, I agree. You're not an asshole. No way. No it's way. Like, it's like when you go That's to a bullshit. restaurant. You can't expect one person that comes from a single, you know, household or whatever has no kids, has no extra costs on top of them. Why are you making them pay more? Like, To no. come on that trip. No, no. I'm sorry. No, that's not okay. It depends. That's not fair. My that's question fair, would though. be, how much of a difference it costs is it? I just don't think that's, I don't think that's if, right. Like, if it's, if it's less than like, that's what annoys me. Like when you go out for dinner, I was going to get to uh, that in a second. Like, if it's less than like a hundred, <laughs> then I'm like, fine. Just for the sake of, not causing any issues, keeping the peace, grand. If it's like four or five hundred of a difference, I'm like, hold on now a second. No, Why I don't think that's pocket? fair. Like, but it's it's like like you were saying at dinner when you were like, oh, I'm just gonna have like the main course because I can't afford to have you the can't starter afford to and have, dessert or whatever. Yeah. And then someone else gets oh, let's just split the loads bill. of them, loads of drinks goes. Let's split the bill. Of course, oh, you want to split the bill. It works out financially suitable for you. Yeah, no, I that's nah, a, nah, that's nah. no. I'm sorry. That's very... I've been in that situation where it's like, oh, let's just split the bill. Well, I've had very, very little compared to what you've had. Why am I paying towards your food? No, I'm sorry. No, that probably sound like the biggest cheapskate, no, but I'm just I don't like, no, so. I just don't think that's but right. If you've got loads of money and there's no hassle... If you can f- flash fine, the cash, fine. off you go. But you don't... If you're on the bread You line. should never assume someone's financial situation. There is nothing worse. I've often been out on nights out. I would go out and I would have to check my budget before going out going, right, I can afford this, this and this. I would never go above that. And I would... Ne- but also, I hate being in a situation where you're like, well, you don't want to come across as stingy or you don't want to come across as whatever so you're like right okay and i have agreed to be like yeah let's just split it and then i'm going home going why the fuck did i do that i could have used that money for whatever do you know what i mean i just think that's not okay you should never assume someone's financial situation you should pay for your own and that's it unless you want to be nice and be like no that's on me like that's fine if you want to pay for food or pay whatever but like don't just assume someone can be someone can split the bill or someone can easily pay for the, the holiday whatever mm. split down the middle if you've got if you if you've got a couple with two kids and then one person no that's just split how is that right you've got two incomes there compared to one how is that right like no that's not he's not the asshole no way yeah. okay you ready for the next i one? would also hate to be the person that's in charge of organizing holidays oh yeah i am shocking. i'd be giving myself a reduction i'd be like oh yeah cost everyone 900 on one plane so bad at organizing <laughs> i i will hold my hands up and say i am i shocking do at organizing like trips. doing it 
I, I secretly love That's because you go full stuff. agenda dad Oh I, I'm my itinerary dad that's Yeah you I are am. itinerary I That's 100% it. what you oh, are Oh like. I'd sit down I'd be sending out powerpoints to people going So this is what's happening Yeah <laughs> I but love it's great that, that, that It's great that you are like that Because I'm not I'm involved with I'm so bad I'm slightly involved with organising a stag do at the moment And it's great Because I don't have the responsibility of like Having to like Make contact with lots of people You don't have that. the best but best I, I have to make Yeah The little decisions in between yeah. I love that I love that at the moment <laughs> Right, you ready for this one? Yeah. This one is, I haven't read the full story, but I read the start and I was like. <laughs> All right. Okay. Am I the asshole for threatening to cancel my wedding because my family were making bets on how long it would take for my fiance to regret marrying me? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. It's going to be juicy. Right. Okay. Background. My wedding is supposed to be at the end of this month, but I'm planning to cancel everything and have a courthouse wedding because my cousin told me my family were making bets on how long it would take my fiancé to realise he wasn't getting the good little wife he was expecting and would regret marrying me. When I confronted him, they said it was just a harmless joke and that I didn't have the personality to be a submissive housewife, which my man, like my fiancé, would obviously want. Jesus. My sister-in-law made a joke about making sure my fiancé didn't realise until after wedding while I was confronting them. I was already upset, but her joke just made it ten times worse. I told everyone I was going to cancel the wedding. My family told me I couldn't do that because people would talk and my future in-laws wouldn't be happy about it. But I told them I didn't care and they would tell everyone why I never had a wedding ceremony. My parents are telling me not to cancel the wedding as I would regret it in the long run and it would be embarrassing for our family and me for it to be cancelled now, but I'm not backing down, so am I the asshole? So she is cancelling the wedding? She wants to cancel the wedding. See, and have it I, in the I need more detail. Like, I need to know what the husband, like the fiance, is saying about this. Like, because, like, if it's just. He a obviously comment, doesn't know. Okay, I was just not about the comment. Then I'm like. like so her family, basically. I get, but, right, I get, I guess she's annoyed. I get she's upset. I completely get that. But I'm very much a person of. Sometimes you should just not listen to your family and what your family have to say, in my opinion. Like, not like it's it was it's, to me, it just sounds like a, a remark to me. But they're betting, they're putting bets on, yeah. But they said it was just a joke, it was one remark. Mm, no, I think they're physically putting bets on, like, are they actually putting bets on to be like he's gonna regret her, his decision? She made a joke at the end about, well, you know, you'll be waiting till after the wedding to show. Who you really are. What? Because. So they must obviously think. That she's pretending to be. Someone. A different type. Of her. That she's pretending to be this whole. To capture him or something. Thing. Yeah the whole. I got him trapped <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, you know yeah, that yeah. whole. Oh, it's a trap. Yeah. It's a trap. Um, And they're like. Obviously. You're just doing that. And once you're married. Your real personality will come out. Jesus. That really says what. Her family thinks of her. Yeah. Like, if that's her. Oh, whatever. Mm. It's the fact that it's her family saying this And it's not the in-laws You're like Wow that's what my family really think of me like But then again That's what I'm thinking is just, I'm like Is this kind of like family banter to be like Oh You're I don't know It's very hard to pick that up In a sense of like Are they just joking And taking the piss out of I her own the thing is, it's not I even like... I feel like it would be a lot more hurtful If it came from the in, in the in-laws That's what I'm saying I feel like you can take a bit of family banter but if they're physically putting bets on, you're like... It, well, I mean, again, you'd say something... It, it, you'd be pissed off if it was your in-laws doing it. 
but you're like off, they hurt. obviously don't know me that well yeah, where yeah, it's your own family you're like family. really yeah. you think I'm being that false and fake Jesus. that they haven't seen that side of me and I'm just doing this to trap, trap them once we're married boom mm. or the other way that I would read that is that like in quotes it has here that uh, they were betting on how long it would take her fiance to realise he wasn't getting the good little wife so maybe is he thinking that you know he's gonna once they get married that she'll play the whole housewife role and maybe well no because it's they're saying he'll it's, regret it yeah 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 so obviously they must think that she's faking it they must think she's faking the whole thing then she obviously changed a little bit when they met and she's now portraying to be like this doting little housewife mm. kind of thing and they're like that's not you that's yeah. not you why are you pretending to be something you're not kind of thing like and then they're like oh once you're married you're just gonna go back to the way you were kind of thing maybe that's what they're kind of portraying the fact like sh- maybe she has genuinely changed since she met him but then I'm like I feel like I've changed since I met you. Yeah, a, but, but let's a call it a No, though. I mean, you, both of us have never tried to pretend we're anything else around no, each other. No, 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 no. From I'm day saying, one, I feel we've like just I've, been weird. We've just been weird. Yeah, but we've been ourselves. But I feel like I've changed in a better way. Oh, yeah. In the, in, yeah, in but the they're saying th- they must think that she's putting up this false face. Facade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's again, that's a hard one. Because I'm like, if they're just taking, ripping the piss over like family does. But then I'm like, if this is a serious thing where they're actually making bets or like, Lads, that's a bit low. That's a bit low. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. it's a bit, that's, you know, that's your family member and you're putting bets on to see how long their marriage is going to last. Yeah, I don't know. I can I can see where I, she's getting I the whole, like, I'm just going to cancel this wedding. Then I'm like, why does she give a shit? What well, family thinks? she's cancelling, like, the big event, but she'd just have a courthouse wedding. Just courthouse they, wedding. they still get married, but, like, she's just, just not having to. anyone yeah, yeah, there because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's basically an F you to them then. Yeah, fair, fair. I'm so, sorry, yeah, fair. Yeah, they're fair, still getting like, married. They're just not they're having a big married. event. They're, just having, they're not having the, the family thing members is, there. When they're everyone not... then is going to be like, why did you cancel the big event? They'll be like, oh, because my family were all putting bets on. Yeah. No, makes I, them, I, It makes them look like assholes I agree if the, she does I agree the fact of being like, yeah, do that, to, to be the whole like, fuck you. Yeah, fair. I'll give her that. I will give her that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was a close one, I think. That was an interesting one. The family are definitely in the wrong for putting family the bets on. Family are wrong. 100%. The fact that, that that's clearly their opinion about her. You're like, Would wow. you cancel the whole event? I don't know. Let's say it's a hard one. But I get the fact that she's... As long like, as you still get you. married, that's all that matters. Yeah. If you're like, well, now I'm not getting married and you're kind of proving their point. Calling off the wedding is a bit of a stretch, I think. Yeah. Because especially if the groom ha- or the groom has no idea what's going on, you're like... <laughs> he's going to be like, why are you calling off the wedding? Like, I didn't do one. Right, do you want one more? Go on, hit me one more. the last one. Right. Because we're on 43 minutes. Uh, right, last one for this. Ready? Yeah. Am I the asshole for telling my boyfriend that he needs to stop complaining if he isn't going to do anything about it? About what? Right. Oh, so right, this okay. is the background. Background. Okay. <laughs> it's not like I give you a one line statement. He's going, oh, is that all I'm getting? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> right. So I... I read that way too fast. Go yeah, on. you were like, huh? oh, is that it? Okay. Yes, you were. Uh, uh, I, 23 female, I'm dating Jake, 24 male. I am very much a type A personality. I like my apartment to be clean and organized. I plan out my days, the weeks in advance. I meal prep and I do so many other things. In general, I like life to be prepared and it makes my life easier. Jake is the exact opposite. (laughs) He is not a planner, doesn't mind living in a mess and does nothing to make his life easier or prepared. This is perfectly fine with me because we are currently not living together and I figured he is allowed to do whatever he wants with his space and time. Fair. The only problem is that he complains constantly about his situation. Mm -hmm. For example, it has been really hot where we live, like over 100 degrees, which we are not used to since it rains and is under 50 degrees about eight months of the year. 
Since Jake gets up early for work, he never turns on his AC or shuts the blinds or other things to keep the apartment cool. When he gets home, he complains constantly to me about how hot his apartment is. He also doesn't have an AC in his bedroom and complains to me every night about how he's sweating to death. I sent him links to a portable AC that it was on sale during Prime Week as a solution to this. Uh, also, money's not an issue for him, so it's not a situation there. But he didn't buy it and it continues to complain. I offered to give him my two box fans that I'm not using, but he said he did want to drive over and get them. Other things he complains about are not having a lunch at work. I've offered to go shop with him and help him meal prep for the week so he has something for every day. He always says he doesn't want to. He also has plenty of time in the evening where he plays video games that he could be making a lunch for himself for the next day. On the topic of food, he constantly complains that he has nothing to eat because he is too lazy to go shopping. He complains about being exhausted in the morning. I tell him he could go to bed early, but he refuses to. He complains about his knees hurting. I've sent him some simple exercise videos he can do to help with the pain. He complains about his clothes being dirty when he wakes up. He is a uh, he has a washer and a dryer in his house that he could easily use. This weekend, he wouldn't stop complaining to me about these things. I gave him solutions to them over and over and over again, and I was finally done with it. I told him he just needs to shut up and quit complaining if he is going to be lazy and do nothing about the problem. Ever since then, he's been sulking and ignoring me. He said I was rude and doesn't understand how hard life is for him. So, am I the asshole? No. I'm 100% with this girl. Oh my God. I'm 100% this with This guy is a lazy piece of shit. I'm sorry. This guy clearly has like not got his life together. He's bitching and moaning about all these things that are just pissing him off or he doesn't have or doesn't do or whatever. Dude, do it yourself. If you're not if you're if something's bothering you, get up and change it. This is like that annoys me. Like there's there's so many people out there that fucking bitch and moan about life, but show no way, shape or form in trying to better themselves in any way, shape or form. Like, even just bringing a little bit of structure into your life somewhat can actually better your life majorly. And the fact that he's, like, giving out oh, about the littlest things and he's just, like, doing absolutely nothing about so it. So many of those things are so simple. So ma- well. Majority of the things in that are so simple. The fact that he's no clothes. Wash them. No lunches. No wash. No, no lunches. Cook food. She Like, the whole fan thing like, kills me as well. She's like, she's giving him fans. She's, she's like, giving nah, him fans for free. No, I don't want to drive over. Like, pure and utter, no motivation, no drive, no nothing in life. I That's, don't know why she's still with him. I'd be nah. like, bro, gone. Gone, yeah. 100%. I guarantee you, if I was like that, you would not You would not be sticking around. You'd be I like, this girl has no drive whatsoever. We're like. both a little bit type A personality-wise anyway, with certain different things. What's type A personality? As in, like structured organized kind of yeah we like we have different ways of doing it yeah we have things that we're but more we both want the same goal and anyway. at the end of the day we both like have we we both are very organized in our own way kind of thing like mm, so i think if you have both people like that grand the one person i feel like you might be a little bit more organized than i am sometimes which is fine i feel like you are a little <laughs> bit but i i feel like i'm a very organized person you're very well. organized in terms of the house you're super organized in terms of house needs to be clean, washing consistently done, the basket never be full to the top. Like you are yeah. like on I top feel of that. very disoriented. I'm like if the if I feel very disoriented and thrown, this is gonna sound really ridiculous. But if I don't have uh like a organized clean home, things in their place, it completely throws me. Mm. And then my life gets affected by that. Does that make any sense? I'm with you. I know exactly what you mean. It completely throws me like even in work, my desk has to be organized. 
if that's not organized, that's completely fucked up my day. Mm. It's it's a it's it's a funny one. Whereas Tig is very much a person who would plan out his day. Whereas I'm like, I know what I have to do for the day. I won't plan out my day. I know I'm like, right, I've got this, then I've this, then I've this, and I get it all done. Whereas I'm sort of a person, right? Okay, but I have to make sure I <laughs> stick in a clean of the house in there somewhere. If I get that, I feel a million times better. Yeah. Whereas you're like I'm, start to finish, you have a massive structure. I'm like structure, structure, structure for the day, but I'm also like six weeks to eight weeks planning in advance. Like Chelsea will tell you, like we sat down the other day and I yeah. was like, we need to organize all our weekends for August, September and October. I was yeah. like, I just need to know what we're doing for the next 12 weeks so that I can plan around things. Yeah. <laughs> like it was ridiculous. Like, well, And we are booked, man. Well, that's booked. the thing. And now, like, but I like that though, because then if someone comes to you going, what are you doing on this date? You're like, well, I'm actually we're busy. Yeah. I know that already. Here's what we're doing. Or actually we're free, we'll book you into that slot. Yeah. I like to be very organized though as well. I love it. Especially I love when it comes to finances, I like to be very well organized. <laughs> you're talking to the guy who has a spreadsheet. No, I know. Okay, you're organized in that sense. I'm the sort of person I need, if I know I've got some big things like big events and stuff like that, like if it's big birthdays or whatever, like I need to start planning ahead for that mm. i need to be prepared for that i don't like it when it comes to stuff like that and then i'm like shit i've got nothing for this person i've nothing organized blah 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 i'm very much pers- like I, it's it's august i want to make it very clear it's august and i'm already planning for christmas yeah she's she's well ahead of herself here. like i haven't actually started saving but i i, I have my folders made <laughs> it's a start all right give me some credit it's a start there's been a lot of birthdays on my family this weekend. There was a lot of expenses. But, like, She's I... Thinking, she thinks that far ahead. I think that far ahead. And I think when it comes to planning weekends and stuff like that, I think only for you, I wouldn't be as good as... Like, before that, I wouldn't have really done that. I would have been like, oh, yeah, I've got that coming up. Loosey-goosey. Whereas yeah. now I'm like, I can look at the little spreadsheet that is made. <laughs> and if someone asks me... <laughs> There's me, so many spreadsheets in our relationship. <laughs> We've got spreadsheets, we've got contracts. The, We're like fucking Sheldon and Amy fucking from Big Bang Theory. The term spread them means something completely different <laughs> in our relationship. <laughs> it means that we're going looking at the pins, spread them. <laughs> Get out the Excel sheet. <laughs> oh. Lads, honestly, though, if you bring in a bit of organization, it's so minor. Like, it, it makes it, such a difference. If you just bring in the smallest little changes into your life, you'd be surprised how well your days will go and how smoother they will get and you'd be surprised what you get done mm. there's days where me and Tyke would have a million and one things to do in the day and we're two of us are sitting on the couch going right we really need to get moving now and we have no motivation whatsoever but it just takes that one person to be like no right let's, get let's go get up slap we, the knee like it was actually a day last week I think it was a Sunday on the Saturday we made a whole <laughs> a huge list a massive list on our date night we had a date night last week that's, that's, that's how, how we that's, how that's sad how, we are that's not how sad we are that's what gets us riled up <laughs> on our Ooh, date I night love being organized. we were driving <laughs> we were driving to our date night last week and Tyke was like right take our notes <laughs> and he was like let's make a list and we were literally I'm not even kidding we were making a list of all the jobs that we had to do the next day and we got Everything bar two yeah, we done did on really that list. Well. We did it. We bossed through oh our things God. that we needed to do. We got our, our, do our Patreon recorded, our main podcast. We did editing. We were booking flights. We were, you know, <laughs> doing we? food shopping. We were adulting at the highest order. Like we were bossing. Can I? Oh, this is going to sound so <laughs> awful, but it's so funny. <laughs> we were like, that's our date night. We were like, we had a full day of like doing stuff. And then we were like, oh, let's organize this list. Go home. That night, we started the list early. We started the list early <laughs> after date night. It's like, like half 10, 11. We're in bed. We're just like, 
Do you know what we should do now? Let's do some visas. Let's start our visa process. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone, you know, like you see these old people, right, in bed reading books. Oh. Like that, I've been in a relationship for years, married for years, and they're reading books. Literally that night, literally, like I was like, you know what we should do? It's like, well, we should start our visas. And we were like two old ones in the bed with the laptops mm. out. Uh, there were no complaints about it. We were delighted as well. We were so happy. <laughs> we were like, we're finally getting it done. This is great. We're achieving something. <laughs> Oh my god, we're so sad. Uh, that's a stop. We yeah. love it. All right, and on that note, let's go to the commercial. <laughs> oh, you lot thought we were joking when we said we we're going to get jerseys made. Boom! Check these bad boys out. Boom! Look at them. They're so colourful. They're, They're like a 90s throwback. They are 90s vibes. These yeah. are giving me Saved by the Bell vibes. Yeah, all made courtesy of D Armour Sportswear. If you want to go check out their products, you can do that. Their their website is linked down below. Um, and you can go and ask them for your own kit if you want to get something made. But if you want to see us wearing these in action, you can check out our YouTube video where we take part in Midland's fittest families. Superstars. Okay, we're not really superstars though. But you can still check it out. You can still check it out though. Anyway, go back to the video. Boom. Let's go. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. Right, Chelsea, my babes. Yeah. What is the update? The final, final we update have of Love Island. Officially, lads. We have officially come to the end of Love Island 2022. Thank God. I I'm don't think sad. we're ever going to podcast you know what it again. Is? It's actually made me realise so, like, Love Island summarises people's summers. Like it's it's the fact that it's like just like it's over two months of the summer gone. Straight away, just purely revolved around Love Island and the drama of Love Island. And the fact that it's gone, you're like, what the fuck am I going to do from 9pm every night? Where I'm like, I can sleep now. I can sleep now. Like I'd be, I could, I could, like dude, every evening. It's very much like, oh, right. Am I gonna be back in time for Love Island? Because of the fact that I've been like taking like notes and stuff for this, I have to constantly catch up at Love Island if I missed it, or try and get home to watch it. Yeah. Whereas now I'm like, I'm I, in a sense, I'm glad that it's over. Because now you're not stuck to it. Because I'm not stuck to <laughs> having to, you know, get updates for you guys. I think they're or, all probably going to be delighted. You're all probably as well. delighted as well. Let's <laughs> call a spade a spade here. But um, no, it's over. It's done with for another year. It was a good, I have to say, it was a very, very good year. There was lots of drama, lots of chaos, lots of love, lots of laughing, lots of crying, and stuff like that. Um, but uh, yeah, this week was fairly, again, kind of like last week and this week. It, it was, was dry. It was dry, but. You knew it was going to be dry because it was all lovey-dovey stuff. It was, we had the parent challenge where they brought in the fake babies and there had to be parents for a day. And then you had the, the the last date dates. So they all got like a really special, like extravagant date. I think they were all amazing dates. The one that really captured me was Davide and Ekansu's where like, they were like down like this massive set of stairs. There was candles all around the stairs and it was just very intimate. You wouldn't really see certain sides to Ekansu and Davide and the way they were on their date and what they were talking about and stuff. That was all lovey-dovey. It was really, really nice. Um, Tasha and Andrew had like a date on the beach and it was like a, a, a love heart made out of roses. And then they had like uh, AJ or A&T or something like that, like made out of roses as well for their both of their initials. Okay. It was really, really nice. Um, and their nice was lovely. Like all the all the dates, I'm not even gonna go into it because I'm worried. There's no need. 
All the dates were lovely. Then we had the parents coming in. That was very interesting, I have to say now. Because usually when the parents come in... they're watching on as well. Usually when the parents come in, it's all like, oh, he's lovely, she's lovely, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> it's not major. Whereas this year was interesting because some of the parents were very honest. Some of the parents gave grilling and I fucking, I was here for it. Like... That's the way it should when, be at times. Um, when Paige's parents, Paige's mom and dad came in, Paige was like, oh, what do you think of Adam? And her mom was straight off the bat, don't like him, don't trust him. You know, he probably hasn't changed since a lot because obviously she would have seen Adam in Love yeah. Island before. So like, she's basically said about Adam, I'm not buying it. She said that she she thought she that Paige was way happier with Jax. She's kind of made a mistake, a boo-boo Ooh. there. Yeah, they're all saying, which I can kind of see it to be fair. Like when she was with Jax, a lot of people didn't see she was a lot different with Jax. Mm. I know Jax fucked up, but I feel like she was more herself with Jax. I feel like she's... I can't see Adam. Yeah, you feel like last she ended up playing a game, that kind of thing afterwards. Oh, I, like, I want to stay in here. Adam's possibly. Like a good choice. Po- I don't know. I honestly don't know. Maybe she does like, but I just don't. I just don't. She's not besotted by Adam. Yeah. You know when you see someone looking at something, you know, like someone, you know, like they're like Davian. Like I can see when they look at each other, there, there's so much passion, there's so much chemistry between those two. You can see it in their eyes. But like when Paige and Adam look at each other, it's just like, ah, he's cute. She's cute. Let's whatever. I just didn't really buy it. Um, Dammy's uh, sisters fucking grilled them to be like, what the fuck were you at? Good. Like, cop on to yourself. Too strong don't, like, ask them, Why right. did you do it? Why did all that sort of stuff? Same thing with India's mom and sister. When they came in, they were like, why did you do it? Why did you do it? You know, Dammy apologized to the mom and the sister. And the sister's like, oh, what are you apologizing for? Kind of thing. Like they, the parents did not hold back. Mm. None of the family members hold like held back. Even like Tasha's dad. Tasha's dad is an absolute hero because like he he was very much he was lovely, he was jokey to Andrew and he was like, you know, she's my princess, you know, she deserves to find a prince, blah blah blah. And I feel like, you know, she has, you're a good guy, blah blah blah. And then he was like, So what was your highlight? What was your highlight of of Love Island kind of thing? Like and then he goes, Please don't say Coco, please don't say Coco. Like he was Oh my god, it, brilliant. He was like giving little <laughs> digs like that, but it was funny, like it was just savage. Like oh, the parents were fucking savage this year. They did not hold back. Um but yeah, I mean, like I said, it was a bit dry. We had the very end where, like, they had like the the Love Island ball where they get all glammed up and stuff like that, and they do like their one on one speeches. Um, and yeah, it was not like it was nice. Like the speeches were lovely. They're very sentimental, all that sort of stuff. They had a bit of a boogie at the end. Um, and then so I'm just gonna round it off because there's no need to drag it on. No, no need. So in fourth place, we had Tasha and Andrew. They came fourth. Um, I was very shocked by that to be honest. I wasn't. Dami in India came third in second place we had Gemma and Luca and a f- and the winners of Love Island 2022 we had Davide and I was fucking delighted I, I think everyone God. was like everyone I guarantee them. you if Gemma and Luca won fix everyone 100%. would have been like What's everyone would have been like that's a fix there's no way like they won everybody hated Luca yeah he didn't do he was an asshole justice. and even after the parents left like even after the fucking parents left, like when the parents came into the villa, Luca's parents gave him a grilling. Yeah, Luca's mother called him out to be like, on his behavior, the way he treated Tasha, the way he overreacts with Gemma, and then there was something that happened afterwards where he overreacted. Oh, that was it. Where they had like the vote off. So when Paige and, and Adam got voted off, remember I said like they had to like um, send in a text message. All all islanders had to nominate two couples where they feel like they're not compatible. So Luca and Gemma got three votes. 
And Ooh. the only person that admitted to saying who voted for who, Dami came out and said to Luca, me and India voted for you. Right? So that set Luca straight off and he was like, I don't fucking understand. Like, you know, me and Gemma have been together from the start, blah, 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 blah. We're very strong. Like, he got so annoyed of the fact that, like, they got voted for not compatible. But yet that morning, before this went off, they were like, whatever happens, guys, you know, no hard feelings. We all have to make a vote. Don't take a personal. And then he fucking kicks of off and actually it, yeah. goes over to Adami in India and being like, I just want to know why. Why do you want to know why? Just... Just leave it as it is. You know you were going to get voted at least once anyway. So why are you taking it so personal? Well, I think it was the fact that nobody voted for Dami in India. I think that was a bit of a sour thing for him. It's like, they didn't get one vote. For being the not compatible. Yeah. They didn't get any votes. So oh. they, were, they weren't at risk. They were never at risk of, of being dumped anyway. Yeah. But regardless, Love Island is officially over, lads. You're happy to hear that you won't hear this segment ever again until next summer. Anyway. Well, see we'll you're welcome. See. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it depends how our viewership goes after this. If this guy rockets up again, I'm like, maybe, maybe we won't do it again. <laughs> okay, true. If, she'll, if, sa- she'll say, yeah, I was about to say, if you don't want to see, if you the don't Love want Island me to actually anymore, do the whole of violence, like you need again, to get your friends know. to start listening from now on. Because if yep. they, if the viewership goes right up and people are sticking around, we'll at least I know it's But can we reveal what the new segment will be yeah. from next week? Yeah. Can we reveal? You it? go for it. So, to take the place of the Love Island segment from next week's episode, we will be putting in a DIY segment where we give you guys all the updates and secret hidden gems about the house renovations. Yeah, you don't need to be worrying about Love Island updates now. You're going to be learning about us updates. That's Yay! what you're going to be getting. So, it's going to be different. I'm so excited. We'll still be picking our topics at the start and then you're just going to find out a little bit about what we're doing. Yeah, yeah I'm so really be nice. excited. Yeah, that could continue on for a very long time because <laughs> these the renovations are taking a very long time. <laughs> yeah. So, you're just going to get it's week- gonna be worth it, weekly updates of me being frustrated as hell. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what we've got coming up from now on. But uh, I suppose we better round off our podcast now, our usual. With our... That's a bop. Oh, stop. Oh, stop. Right, okay, so last week... Yeah. I extended my lead. A nice little win. Chasing cars. Came in strong there. What was the percentage? 81%. That's a bop. You were close behind with fast cars. 78% Oh So close yeah, So, so another couple uh, Try to top the score Roughly there I think it's about 9-5 at the moment Right okay So you have a little bit Of catching up But there is well, Another four episodes After this Four So yeah Four weeks left lads After this episode right. So that technically means This episode plus the other ones Was there four or five More opportunities now You could technically Pull it out of the bag I'll try we'll Will try. you be able to win Last minute I don't know Who knows But this week's topic Since it's the last week Of Love Island it's about goodbyes. Goodbyes, farewell. So Moving on. Mostly because we couldn't find songs about assholes. But uh, <laughs> Ty was like, let's look up songs about assholes. About being like, an asshole. And I was like, that's kind of a asshole. very niche topic. But goodbye is a bit easier. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the opportunity to go first with this one. Might as well, because you know what? I don't know if a lot of people are gonna like this song because I know I don't know if a lot of people listen to this band. But I'm going with a song. It's about goodbyes, but it's about new beginnings. As well, so it's kind of like it's a Weirdly, nice. Weirdly, I'm a very similar song. Okay, so I've gone with Imagine Dragons. It's time, and the reason why that song came to my head straight away is because it was one of my favorite songs from Glee. 
Glee is like one of my favorite shows ever. I'm big into like musicals and stuff. So this is my song for this week. Let's have a listen. That's a good song. It's a good tune. That's a bop in my it opinion. It is a good tune. Imagine Dragons. If you don't listen to them, go listen to them. They're class. Right. This one, the one that I've picked, called Closing Time. By? By Semisonic. Oh, wow. Now, okay. Now, I'm taking a risk with this one because it's not massively popular in Ireland or the UK. Okay. But this is, they play this over in America in almost every pub at the end of the night. It's like the last song they play. Okay. Because it's telling everyone, basically, go home. Okay. Right. So you you you'll have heard of it. But you'd be like, "Oh, that's what that song is," but it might not actually hit a chord with the Irish or the British. Interesting. Okay. So. Okay. That look on your face is already telling me I might have made a mistake. It's huge. It's huge in America. Just. Oh God! The the. You've never heard this, have you? No. Oh no! So. <laughs> I made a mistake. <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't think I've ever heard that song before. Please tell me, people are listening that you've heard the song. It, it was played in a movie where Justin Timberlake and um, Mila Kunis are like in a relationship thing. Oh God. I've never heard this part. Oh no! <laughs> you might have heard this part. This is the best part. Oh yeah! Thank God. <laughs> oh my God, I was having a moment there. Yes, I know it now. Do you know this song? I've only ever heard the chorus. Yeah, this song is actually about the guy. The guy who uh, sings it. It's actually about his wife having twins. Oh, okay. So it was about um, her coming to the end of her pregnancy and that like, it was time for the kids to come into the world. Ah. Yeah, and it's like, if you listen to the lyrics about like... Brothers and sisters, come. Ah. So it's about like, you know, you won't be able to go into the world until... Or you won't be... And I would say here, you have to go meet your brothers and sisters. You have to go out and go to the places you're going to be from, like, you know, where you live, all that. It's actually a really cutesy song. Interesting. So, yeah, that's what that song is. Uh, semi, semi-sonic uh, closing time. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what to do, guys. Go on over to our Instagram and vote of which one you think is a bop and which one you think is an ass stop. Yeah, and uh, while you're at it, why don't you give it a little follow? Maybe give the YouTube a follow. We yes. need a little bit of love and support there as well. Definitely. Some stage in the next couple of weeks, we'll actually get that first episode of the DIY yeah. out there as well. The editing is started. It's just there's so, so much, much footage, lads. Like like literally we started recording all the footage from the house like in the middle of June so like just understand there is piles and piles and piles of footage that needs to be compiled together to make at least one video that's what I'm going to start doing from 9 to 10 every night now that's what I'm going to have to do is get that in there yeah so yeah uh, go give it a little bit of love and likewise you can tell people you can find our podcast anywhere Spotify Apple Podcast Amazon uh, music, you can find us on YouTube, uh, Acast, 
anywhere, anywhere 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 please go share tell your friends or family and like we say every week we just want to make like a massive thank you to everybody who has supported us from day one and we appreciate all the love and support that you've been giving us but that is it from us this week go have an absolutely amazing weekend go out have a good time and uh, don't worry about being the asshole don't be worry fine. about being the asshole. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> Message us and we'll tell you if you are being one or not. Oh my god, do let us know if you ever feel like you've been in that situation. We'll give you your like, approval. Was I the asshole? <laughs> let us like, send your stories in to us. We will let you know if you were the asshole or not. Yeah, go on, take it easy. Mind Have yourselves. a good luck week. We'll Have a good luck it. week. Go on. go on, take it easy. Have a good week. Look. Bye. <laughs>